Hello. Greetings. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, I love your energy. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How are you this evening? I'm tired as all get up, but I'm good. That's great. I'm glad to hear that you're good, regardless of that tired feeling. Indeed, indeed. So, um, uh, I looked over because they sent me, um, like, like your information. I looked over that. I wrote down some things. But if you wanted to gear it towards uh, talking about your book or leading up to it or, you know, however you wanted to go about the conversation is cool with me. Okay, well, um, I love to showcase my expertise in business and branding, you know, and um, yeah, and talk about my book too. So, you know, however you want to do it, I'm down to do it whatever way you want to. All right. So what I'll do is I usually just start off with one question. I'll be like, so um, how long, um, how long have you been doing this and like when when or not how long when was it like you was still just you know an average person like you wasn't doing all these different things like how long ago was that i've always done a lot of different things i've never been oh, okay in the box type person. okay I always just do what my spirit acts tell me to do okay 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 i, I kind of um um i guess i guess i i, I under i'll go with um just starting off with like, what do you do? And we can, instead of kind of like, um, not per se an underdog story, but like, what do you do and those things and how you can help people? And I'll just ask questions um, that maybe I want to know and maybe other people will want to know. And then we'll lead up into your book. Okay, that's cool. You know, you, right. they sent you the information about the song too, right? Um. They, yeah, they sent me a lot, of, a lot of stuff. I just wrote down. What's the name of the song? Freedom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. All right. So, um, I use uh, so how I do it is I introduce the show, introduce myself, introduce you. Um, what do you go by, Antoinette Logan or Antoinette Michelle? Logan. Okay. Um, My brand is Ask Miss Logan. Okay. So uh, okay. Um, and then I'll go into my sponsor, which is my clothing line. Then after that, we'll start our conversation. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me get my, I always got to get a sip of water before I start. I totally forgot that you were uh, Eastern time. I mean, I'm Eastern and you're Central because on there it says Central time. But I was like, okay, it's 830. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's going on? And then you was like, oh, I'm an hour ahead. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. All right, I'm about to start. <clears throat> hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with heroic heart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today I have Miss Antoinette Logan. Ask Miss Logan, how are you doing today? I'm absolutely amazing. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, a little tired. It's... um. Uh, we, I'm a teacher, so we were off for those days, and you know, we back in back in. Uh, well, I, I guess I'm in a summer camp, so I'm back with the kids, and it's like, yeah, they they went all left. They forgot everything that they, you know, all the discipline, all the act right, and so it's been a little long week, and it's only what is it? When it's only Wednesday, so yeah. 
Um, how how are you? How are you? And uh, how are you this week? I'm amazing. I have no complaints. I will say that uh, I stayed up pretty late last night uh, working out things with the magazine. I am a new editor in chief of a magazine, so I was up till six in the morning working on self mastery. And mm. Uh, hmm? I said, mm. "Just saying." Yeah. Mm. And uh, when I finally drifted off, I ended up sleeping way too late. <laughs> yeah, sometimes your body tell you, hey, you need a little sleep. Sometimes, you know, when you sleep a little, when I sleep later than normal, I always be like, ah, okay, I needed that rest. So definitely understand. <clears throat> so before we get into today's conversation, um, today's episode is brought to you by Christian Dewan, Positive Energy Through Your Clothes. It's my personal clothing brand, me and my son. Uh, we have shirts, hoodies for babies, toddlers, uh, little cousin, little brother, little sister, your child, your auntie, your uncle, for everybody in your family, everybody that you know, we have different shirts, different hoodies, different sweatshirts. If you use the promo code underdog talk, you get 15% off underdog is spelled U-N-D-E-R-D-A-W-G. If you use that promo code, you get 15% off. The website is Christian Dewan. Dewan is spelled D-E-J-U-A-N.com. And check us out. We definitely going to have some stuff for Father's Day because, you know, I'm a father and that means a lot to me, even though Father's Day didn't mean a lot growing up. Um, let's get into today's conversation. I have Miss, I have asked Miss Logan and she's, she does a little bit of everything. She does a little bit of everything, and you can tell by the intro, she has a lot of energy. So, um, tell us what are you, what, what, what are you, what do you do? What, what are the things that if someone was to ask you, what do you do? What is it? Well, I am a business and brand consultant. I'm also a life coach, so I can always give you some good advice in regards to life and business. Uh, the AIM agency, we are a creative agency that focuses on brand development and lead generation strategies. We take our clients from idea to brand, brand to business, business to elevation and profits. <laughs> I like that. Profits. Everybody likes profits. So yeah. with that, um, did you start off um and branding, is it something that came along the way? Because I know a lot of people, when you start a, you know, you start your own business, you know, you kind of, some people know about branding, some people don't. Was it something that you learned or was it something that you kind of always had in you? Well, um, when I was younger, well, my birth mom, she always had a, uh, a business. She always worked in sales with uh, Dark and Lovely L'Oreal, Soft Sheen, Carson Products. The name has changed over the years from ownership. But um, when I was a kid, they would be doing different events. And uh, there were many times that she would hire me and my friends or whatever. And, you know, her friends and they kids that we probably call that whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, we would be responsible for putting together the place for the brand that would be like at the live remote with radio stations or whatever and I didn't know it but 
that was really probably the bug that started it because you did have to know that things needed to look a certain way and it needed to match this. And if this is the theme that we going with, all of the stuff need to look like this. And you know what I mean? So yeah. um, I believe that that was really like the beginning phases of it. And uh, I eventually moved over into the entertainment industry, um, singing, rapping, um, did some modeling, things like that. And that allowed me the opportunity to connect with other businesses in regards to like sponsorships and brand endorsements, stuff like that. And um, as in that industry, it's kind of like a domino effect of rolling into other areas of interest and I eventually became a brand ambassador and um, from there I got opportunities to be like the team lead and then the manager and a program manager director then the marketing uh, manager and just working my way up the ladder in that whole industry with multiple companies because these types of jobs aren't the types of jobs where you're at one company for multiple years, they're project-based. They have a start and an end date. So I, it was easy for me to work multiple projects with multiple companies as something that I was really, really good at. And I built my name in it. I love it. I, I, I love um, the part about your mom having stuff and she like, yeah, y'all come on, y'all, you know, and she's showing you. Because I think sometimes as kids, we don't realize like our parents put seeds in us mm -hmm. and we don't realize it until we become adults. So my mom, when I was like, it was an entrepreneur camp. Um, I'm from Michigan City, Indiana, a small town. And the lady, you know, she just wanted to keep the kids out of trouble. But she taught us entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And when I look back on it, that's the reason why I started doing the things that I did, because that seed was planted for my mom. It was really her just putting us in something so we would stay out of trouble. But this lady in the camp, they taught us how to be entrepreneurs, have our own business. We actually, you know, each each kid or each group had their own business. So I look at that like sometimes your parents put those seeds in you and you don't even know until you get older and you look back like, hey, my mom signed me up for that. Now I'm doing this. So it, it is it's wonderful that your mom had that and showed you those different things, because like you said, uh, with branding, if it's a theme, you got to have a certain color. Everything got to go with it. And if you don't know those things, you might have, you know, one item, the theme, and then everything else don't match. And it's like, oh, okay, that's cute, but uh, this don't really make sense. But you said you understood that. And then you worked your way up. You went from one place to another place, and you, you didn't stop. Because sometimes you could, you know, do something, and somebody will tell you no or it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go but you didn't give up and you kept going. So you said you uh, you were in the entertainment business for a woman. How how was that for you? Because I know, you know, you hear different things and how it's a little harder for women. Was it hard or was it just like, okay, I'm going to just keep pushing and I got a different goal. I'm going to just, just uh, you know, a season I'm in. I think that it would have been much easier had I actually known the business of the entertainment business. I was connected to a lot of people and I had people around that I, I would say that 
they knew some of the business, but they were also in their growing stages of learning the business as well. Just more. They just knew more than me, I would say, because they were older than me, had been in it longer than me or whatever. But um, I think that anything can be seen as hard if you don't know the ins and outs of it. So looking back now, I'm like, had I known things I know now, I definitely could have been way further along and would have did some things different too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, no, I wouldn't say it's hard. I would say that it's it's more difficult when you're looking at certain aspects of it because there is a a lot of things that go on behind the scenes with men and, and women too trying to get things from you for, you know, just not for the business, just all about the BS parts of it. But I think that you kind of have that in any industry as well that can happen. So, you know, I guess it just depends on the individual and like your perspective and you knowing what you want to do, where you want to go with it, how far you want it to go and moving in that direction. You know, you don't want to be willing to do just whatever just to get there because they'll stretch you so far so thin that you would be just tired you know you yeah gotta have a plan definitely i like what you said you said you didn't know the business of the business and sometimes we people we jump into stuff and we roll in and then we allow our our unknowingness of what we're doing to stop us it's like, okay, I don't know this, so I, oh, this is hard. Like you said, it's only hard if you don't know it. So I think anyone that's listening, if it's something's hard that you're doing, find somebody to help you and find somebody that has the same values that you have because, like you said, you can get into business. It don't matter if it's entertainment, if it's speaking, coaching, uh, sports, whatever it is, you have people that have the wrong intentions, and then mm-hmm. you look down the road and you're like, hold on, why well, don't got – got x amount of dollars or what happened to my money um or whatever the case may be so you got to know the business of whatever you're doing just to make sure that nobody screws you over or people aren't doing things that they shouldn't be doing so absolutely yeah yeah i um i heard steve harvey say something about his accountant like Mm -hmm. screwed him over he didn't even know and then he ended up paying over hundreds and thousands i think millions of dollars to the irs just because he didn't, you know, he didn't know that he was getting screwed. So you got to know the ins and out of the business just to make sure that, you know, you're okay. So, so, um, you're in the entertainment. How did you, how did you, um, turn into life being a life coach? Well, I stopped doing the entertainment and, um, I stopped doing music for a while. And, uh, during that time, it's kind of like one day, I don't know how to really explain it, but one day I just woke up and things that had transpired in my life throughout my adulthood just all hit me in the face one day. And I went into a space of just trying to figure it out. And that lasted, that, that sadness lasted for quite some time. Um, I had to start working on getting myself back to 
you know, live what was considered a normal life. You know what I'm saying? And um, that I was back into a very good place and thought that my healing in the right direction. And one day I, I just heard a voice that said bonded by birth. And I thought that that was going to be the name of a book that I was supposed to write or supposed to write, but um, it wasn't. It was the name of my organization that I created from that, which is an act, which is we're an advocate for parents and children dealing with ruptured relationships due to the separation or disconnection from one another. And um, I had created this program called that I wanted to do for parents that were separated from their kids and do it with kids that were separated from their parents because I had experienced it on both sides. I was separated from my parents and I've been separated from my child as an adult, as a parent. So I knew from both sides what that was like and reaching out to different government agencies to get my program in their in their facilities they were like are you a counselor are you a therapist are you this? I'm like nope none of those things so that's what forced me to I'm like you know what let me go ahead and take these classes and become a life coach and go and get certified and that's what I did and then I took a bunch of trauma-related uh, certification classes and communication, relationship, and just put it all together to pretty much give me the and, and that I needed for what I was I love it. You you went through your own uh, your own trauma, your own, you know, uh, issues, and you turned it around to help others, and that's very important. I think a lot of people miss that. Like we go, you go through whatever you go through for somebody else. It's not even for you. You don't even understand it. None of that. And when you realize it, then that makes it even better when you're helping other people. So for me, for instance, I was born with a disability and I'm like for, for 30 years until I turned 30, I didn't realize why God put me on the earth. I'm like, man, what, what did I do? You know, did I, did my parents do something wrong? What was the, you know, why did I get bullied? Why did I have to go through all these different things? And mm-hmm. someone was like, tell your story. I'm like, tell your story. What, what are you talking about? They were like motivational speaking. What's that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, as a kid, I'm from kind of an urban area. You you see people come in with their little cute suits and yeah, rah, rah, rah. And I'm like, no, that's definitely not me. And then mm-hmm. I I was able to see people that dress just however they dress on an everyday basis go in there. And when people heard my story, they were like, oh, my gosh, this is inspirational. It's motiv-. And I was like, OK, mm-hmm. now I realize why I was born. I, it took 30 years. But, you know now it's like it's rewarding when you go and help other people even though because as a life coach as a speaker as someone um inspiring others you still go through your own bullshit you still go through you know whatever the case may be but you still got to keep pushing and I love that you said you know it happened to you as a kid it happened to you as an adult but let me change that and help other people so it doesn't have to happen to them so I kudos to you for that because I'm sure that's pretty hard to to not be with your parents and then to not be with your child. Cause when I got a divorce, it was, it was like crazy to me not to see my kids every single day, which I've seen them. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand that. And then it takes a toll on the kids as well. So, yes. Uh, 
you you got your uh certification you got you got your program rolling um how does that go once you get certified because i know once you're certified like you can kind of be a life coach or a coach but then when you're certified that kind of changes things for you so how did that go when you got certified and are you still helping the same people did you go you know help other people or you stayed in the same area so actually um when i got the certification I did have some clients that were ready for me to already be their their coach prior to me even being finished. So as soon as I finished with my cert, I immediately took those clients and worked with them. And that was cool. But um, actually, with Bonded by Birth, I'm going to be honest, I was wearing my, you know, you how we, when we get our logos done and we go and put it on our shirts and we wearing our shirts so people can know about our brand. And I'm getting these people asking me, hey, what's that about? And then I get all these people coming to me with they, um, their stories about being separated from their children. And it was, to be honest with you, it was just a lot. And it actually made me feel like maybe I'm not as far along in my healing journey as I thought I was. It kind of put me in a space that wasn't so comfortable to where I felt unable to help them I felt like maybe I shouldn't be the one being their coach because maybe I'm a little bit too biased with my opinions because of me being in my own situation similar to theirs so I kind of stopped dealing with um I stopped taking on clients or people in that exact area I still can work with people but not dealing with that exactly at that time I just kind of slowed up at that moment now current today bonded by birth is still there but no we're not actively doing anything but it's a thing that's a part of my life so if i connect with someone and that's something that they're going through will i talk to them absolutely will i give my best advice and my best coaching techniques that help me get through things absolutely will i share you know one of my workbooks that i made or some type of tool that I have that can help them that, you know, they can use on their own. Absolutely. But it's not an official coaching relationship. And I'm actually, I have that title, but I'm not looking to actually coach. I prefer to consult and have fast action sessions that I can give you immediate help in, not something where you have to feel like you have to speak with me every single week on this day or whatever because what happens if you spoke to me today and you need me tomorrow you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of where i'm at with that one under understands and it's it's funny um like coaching because i always uh i took a like a speaker like assessment and it said that i'm a coach and i kind of like um don't want to coach i don't know if that'll ever happen but it's like I feel kind of like how you feel like I'm going through my own stuff. I don't know if I'll be like, I, I know I can help people, but I don't know if I'll be able to to do that. You know, I, I'm waiting for the sign of it or if I'm just speaking, but I definitely understand the, the part about coaching. Cause like you said, somebody, you could talk to somebody today and they might need you tomorrow. They might need you in the morning. You might talk to them at, nine o'clock at night and they call you at seven o'clock in the morning like hey I woke I couldn't sleep last night you know I thought about what we discussed and I need some more help and it's like you're able to help them when you're a coach it's kind of like you got 
one-on-one client, you know, different stuff. We are, uh, you know, people that know about coaching understands that part. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. So you got your, um, your media, your, your agency. How did you come up with that name and what made you want to start your own agency? Okay. Well, um, actually talk, I had another interview not long ago and in that interview, uh, something that was said made it very clear to me that my name came from what I've been doing my entire life. Um, the the host said, it sounds like you're just always able to rebrand yourself from these traumatic situations and things like that. And I said, yeah, I was not even realizing that's what I was doing, but I was. And that is literally what altering the image is. It's all about branding what you need to brand the best parts of you to showcase what that brand or what that image is all about, who you are and what you want them to know, you know, and picking up the, even the bad parts that you feel are bad. You can turn those bads into good. It's all about how you market it. Mm, I, I love it. So that's how I came up with the name. Um, I always wanted name my acronyms to mean something um again like I told you I'm separated from my son long story with that um and his name is Amias so personally to me my company name means Amias is mine but on paper with public it is altered image and it used to be altered image marketing but once I got started I knew that marketing wasn't the main thing I wanted to do, it was branding because branding comes before marketing. So I dropped the marketing, but because the the word image starts with I am, I felt like I could keep it as aim. Mm. I, I, I love that you said, and you're like, for you, you named it after your, your child. And that's the same thing that I did with um, my clothing uh, line. I named it after my son. I named it after him because my biological father passed away when I was four and he didn't leave me or my brother anything. And it was like, when I started the, you know, started doing t-shirts, I was like, okay, I need to LLC, all this different stuff. I need to be legit. I was like, what do I want to name? And I was thinking all kinds of crazy stuff. And I was like, I'm going to just name it after him because if he wants to change it, whatever, you know, he wants to do with it, his name is, he has he can use his name for whatever he wants. So that's um why I did that. And <clears throat> I like what you said. Uh you kept rebranding yourself. I think a lot of people do, and we don't even know it. Like mm-hmm. you don't know that you rebrand yourself. It's cause like you you level up. When you level up, you're someone different. But like you said, all the your your trauma, your um your ups your weaknesses and all those things that's a part of your branding because you want to be authentic you want to let people know hey i i went through that or i'm going mm-hmm. through this right now and people can resonate they'd be like oh you're a human you're not right. just somebody on social media that's all this fluff and all that because sometimes people you know they'll hit you up oh i'm doing this product and it's like i go look at their page it's like i don't know you seem all good everything good going on over there like mm-hmm. you ain't Mexico or bad nothing in life happening to you and when you find somebody that's authentic that makes it a lot better so i i love that you understood that okay i've been rebranding myself this is what i'm gonna do and then you said uh branding comes before marketing 
because if you don't have a um if you don't have a brand like if you don't know your brand you're not gonna go nowhere like you're not gonna go nowhere but somewhere where you're gonna go at the smallest level you're not gonna level up because you're not gonna be able to show people the real you and i think that's really what branding is just mm-hmm. people who the real you is and being strategic with it because for myself uh, with the podcast i had to rebrand I, this is this is my third name of my podcast the first one i was right when i got into motivational speaking and i was all motivating and all that and i'm like this isn't me I'm a little a little ratchet. I cuss. I'm funny, <laughs> you know, and I wasn't being myself. So I started it again and I called it a Jones thing because I'm me. I was just being me. And then I got a co-host. She um, passed away because of a car accident. Oh. So I had to. Yeah, I, uh, it happened la- last year. So I stopped because it was it was four of us. And so um, one of us, she was the main main co-host. And then it was like, OK, I still want a podcast, but they don't. I'm like, what can I do? What can I name it? And it took me a couple months to really like figure it out. And I'm like, man, I'm the underdog. Let's have underdog talk. Let's let's let me reach out to people that have stories and they can tell and they can encourage people. And I love talking to people. So that's how I rebranded. Like something could tragically happen to you where you, you know, you have to rebrand. So um, what does your agency do without like, you know, telling everything that you do? How, how can you help somebody say, I'm somebody, I want to be a person on social media. I got, you know, I got a couple, I got a couple hundred, maybe a thousand followers. Um, I'm just making videos. What, what could you do for me? Well, I would first have a consultation with you to literally ask and learn what are your goals exactly. Like when you say you want to be a person on social media, a person on social media that does what? A person you want social media to do what for you? What do you want to offer to it? Who are you talking to and about what? You know, like learning those things and then coming up with a strategy to help you achieve the goals that you have for that brand. I love it. I love the questions you ask because sometimes people don't, they don't ask those questions to themselves. Sometimes it's like, oh, I just, oh, I see such and such on social media. I'm going to just post some videos. Okay, does your videos have purpose? Like, it's a lot to go with being on social media, doing different things. So those questions and having that consultation is very vital to people listening that maybe want to start that haven't started, that maybe started and don't know where they're going. Because if you don't ask yourself those questions or have someone ask you those questions and know where you're going and actually have a goal, you're just going to be doing stuff and it's going to be a cycle. And then you're going to start looking at other people like, man, bro over here he got he making money off this why am i not making money because like you said you have to be strategic so um for yourself do you is it something where you um when you first like like started did you have a team or was it like you were doing it were you branding yourself on your own or did it take for you to get you know in contact with other people to really get you going with the branding or it was something you you started on your own and people just connected with you everything that everybody ever saw from my brand literally came from me branding myself now when i um when i got in the music industry and even uh, eventually came back to chicago from georgia I did get with a, uh, an independent label, 
and they did have like shows we i did shows with them and stuff like that but i really was the the person that did everything for the label i did their branding their website that you know stuff like that and all the admin stuff and you know so i was like on their team too so yeah i really did do it myself honestly it's so funny because I had a nice amount of success as far as what I was looking to do at that time. So like with my website, you know, when you're growing a brand in music, you're trying to get streams to your, either your music or your website. And really, I was really just trying to grow the brand, like make sure that people knew who I was. Um, I picked a brand that was really catchy. My brand was Ready Red. So my website was I'm hot and ready.com and I was getting like 300,000 views of traffic to my site daily during my career. And it's not because they wanted to hear my music. Most of those people were probably channeled there through trying to see some adult content or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's, it's marketing and branding and connecting the two to make it do what you wanted to do. Even to this day, my phone number is my name. I've had the same number for all these years. My name is literally in my phone number and it's, it's easy to remember. And I put it in my music back then, you know? So I, I don't know. I've always had this, this gift with this branding thing, even when I didn't recognize it as a gift. All my brands go together. They all had a name. They all came with theme songs for my aim agency I got a theme song for it i mean you know it's that's just how my brain works it gotta go together like i'm a I, i'm a chess player and i'm a solution based thinker so you put the two together it's just gonna be a creative innovative and crazy situation that everybody's gonna love um, when you, <laughs> I'm not, I'm laughing because when you hear hot and ready, now you would think of Little Caesars, but yeah, you think of hot and ready, you're like, oh, okay, let me see what hot and ready got going on. And people don't understand it's the, it's just the name, it's to trigger people to see what's going on. Exactly. Um, and I learned that with um, doing the title of the podcast, like, you know, I would just be like, oh, I got this guest on here or whatever. And it's like, okay, when you change it to make it curious, people are like, what the heck is he talking about? Like, uh, I think my life today, I put Hawaii isn't so beautiful. And people are gonna be like, huh? I thought Hawaii was beautiful. Like, right. I thought it was this. But it's the guy that I had a conversation with. He was like, you know, his childhood was messed up. So it wasn't so beautiful to him. And it's like, now they listen to the story, they're gonna be like, why, why isn't Hawaii beautiful? So it's it definitely I learned those things as you know as I've been going on. So I love that you said um, uh, with a website. So is a website important even when you're starting off? Or yes, you yes. Start, okay, go yes. ahead. Yes, your website is important. Have do you remember when something happened and Instagram shut down or something? People was complaining about something. Yep, it happened. Yep. You know, that can happen without it being a technical issue. Like, you can go on your website and unpublish your website when you feel like it, can't you? Yep. So why do we think that Instagram, Facebook, or any of these platforms can't do the same? They can't. Mm. When they feel like it. 
and whatever you put on these platforms is theirs. You agree to it when you download the platform. So it makes more sense to use these platforms and the opportunities that they have provided to us as a way to send traffic to my house, to your house, your address, your website. Why would I want to tell my friend to meet me at my friend house when I got my own house? Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that. Why? <laughs> I like that. And that makes sense. And I had to, for me, like I've had a, for instance, I had a website, right? I had a guy do the website and website was cool. Everything was running and something happened. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fix it. Da, da, da. Never fixed it. Never heard from the dude again. So I took it upon myself. OK, I'm not going to let this happen again until I get the money to pay somebody to do it. I'm going to learn how to do my own website and I'm going to go study and I'm going to go understand what, you know, my website might not be the best, but I'm learning as I go. I understand red is very vital when it comes to marketing so that, you know, you put that on there, different stuff of that sort. So I was just wondering because sometimes people. I have businesses and they won't have a website. It'd be like, you know, be like, oh, how can I, how can I buy a product? Oh, just go to my Instagram and just DM me. What? That don't even, you don't even sound legit. Like, like with a website, at least you, at least I can go to something and look at what you got rather than you just telling me to go to your Facebook page. So I definitely understand what you're saying. Cause like you said, Facebook could sh shut down. Instagram could shut down. TikTok could shut down. Where are people going to go to find your product? Exactly. I mean, yeah, you can you can sell on some of these platforms. That's cool. But like you have see, okay, let's let's use Amazon for an example. And I learned this from the book coach that I took her um, her course to Taria, uh, Taria. I I don't know how to say her name sometimes. I'll be messing up. I think it's Taria. But anyway, um I took her class and she she taught some things that I have kept with me ever since taking her class and as an author everybody wants to have this title that says but amazon bestseller don't mean money and when you have those customers from amazon guess what when you come out with your next book you can't go to them same customers and say hey i bought i know you bought my first book let's buy my next one Guess why? Because they're not your customers. They're Amazon customers. You don't have their contact information. You don't even know who they are unless they leave a review. And you hope that they follow you on social media so that you can get their contact information another way. Because other than that, there ain't no connection to you and them customers. Amazon makes sure of it. That's why, you get what I'm saying? So, mm. like, I'm not finna put my future in the hands of somebody else. I know that if I buy, if someone buys from you once, they'll buy from you again if everything's all good, the product is good and stuff. So I want to have access to the people that are buying from me. Mm. You you just uh you just punched me in the face. Thanks thanks for doing that because um I'm a co-author in a book and we were an Amazon bestseller. And like you said, like, you know, the people that bought off there. I Now, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's OK, because like I sold the book, I had my own physical book. So like, say if it was somebody maybe from a different state or something, they could go on Amazon and buy it or they could buy it off, um, buy it off me. I didn't have a website. So 
I, I wasn't really like looking professional. It was like, oh, I got this book, but it's not, yeah, I don't really, yeah, that don't mean nothing. And I don't think it's really hard to be a, an Amazon bestseller. Like you just, you know, it kind of happens. And like you, you said, you I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you could be an Amazon bestseller, even if your book is free. Oh. You don't, oh. it's not about how much money. It's about how many sales you got or downloads, we should say, because if it's free, you might think that that's not a sale, but it is. How many downloads you got in a certain amount of time of the book launching. That's what Amazon bestseller is about. It's not about how much money was made. So if you if you have a group of people and you market to them properly and you prepare them book on launch day and in a certain amount of time, you will become a bestseller, especially and then you make it free or 99 cent or something like that. Mm. For that time Look. period. And once you become Amazon bestseller, you put the regular price up. And I'm not even that's not and I'm not telling you that like to say, hey everyone that's the strategy to go do because honestly i don't use amazon for my books yes i do have a book that's on amazon but it's not it's not like i'm marketing that particular uh link for people to go and buy my book from there let me say i'm not a hundred percent on these numbers but let's just say if my book costs fifty dollars i'll probably get eight of those dollars if you buy it from amazon yep Yep, because that's like I didn't even want people to buy the book off Amazon. I wanted them to buy it off me because I was making a profit off of it. I didn't really care about, you know, it was it was dope to say I'm an Amazon bestseller because right. uh in school, um I graduated with a 1.7 GPA and I remember my um English teacher telling me, "Oh, you weren't going to be nothing." And I was like, boom, I was excited about that, but mm -hmm. when it came to the money part, I'm like, "Hey, come get the book off me." Cause I know how much <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm trying to get this money off these. I don't really care about that bestseller. So what you're saying is not to down anybody or unhype anybody, but not it's to all. help. It's to help. And like, you just help me like understand it a little bit more like about being a bestseller and all that. Cause eventually I want to write my own book and I don't want it. So being a, a New York, uh, a New York bestseller is, is a is a big thing, right? It's not just like an Amazon bestseller, like having the. I, I believe, or I shouldn't say I believe. I think that a New York Times bestseller is about their that company's bestsellers list. So I could easily say, because it would be true that I'm an AIM bestseller. I can say I'm a bestseller because. My company sold my book on my website more sales than any other book that we sold on my website. Mm. So we are a bestseller. But am I walking around using that title? No, because would it really mean something to other people that I'm an AIM bestseller? They'll be like, what is that, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that that bestseller title comes from the requirements that are set for the New York Times, whatever they're I don't know them to be honest with you because for me, honestly, with my books and the products that I create, it's not about the title that comes along with whatever accolades or accomplishments from sales. It's about the impact that it has on the person that got that product. 
It's about the help that he gave to what they're trying to do. I have a whole lot of books that are not listed on Amazon or nowhere. And I have, they're not even listed on my website. The way that I sell them is when I have a consultation with a particular person and I say that, okay, I know you need this. I got a book for that. I'll send that to you. It costs this much. And then I sell it to that individual because they need it. It's not available to the whole wide world because I prefer that people actually have a consultation with me. I do want to connect with the person. I do want to know exactly where you are in your situation so I can give you the exact solution that's going to help you move forward and level up with exactly where you are. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <clears throat> Definitely. Uh, it's about the impact. It's never about, like you said, it's not about the title because it could be like at a job. You could be a CEO, but nobody like you. You could be the janitor and you impact everybody there. Yeah. It, it, it yeah, it definitely does. It, it, and, and for instance, me, I'm a uh, I'm a teacher. Right. So I started off as a teacher's assistant and I'm the dude that comes in with the headphones. All the kids love me. Like, I got an impact on the kids, and, you know, people would look at me like, oh, who is this guy and all that? And then it came to a point where they was like, hey, this kid, his behavior bad. I need you to talk to him. Oh, you need me to talk to him? I thought you had. And it's okay. it's about the impact. It's not about. So you you helped me out with that. So we're talking about books. Talk about being an author. You got a book. It's coming out, right? No, it's already out. I uh, Well, are you talking about It Starts With I? Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, it starts with I. It's been out for a while now. Um, I went on tour with that book. That book changed my life, man. It changed my life. It's it it did more for me than I ever thought that it would. So that book is a collection of affirmations using throughout my life, and I just put them in a book all together they are in relation to the topics of self-love mindset business wealth money and growth and um man they they really did that book really changed my perspective on things when i put them collectively like that and started using them collectively that's what made the difference because i had already been using them you know when i felt at that time but like putting it in the book it made me force myself to read them collectively back to back in a same day or in the same week you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and using them really did like make things happen so easily it was crazy I was going on I went on tour I had booked a ticket across the world because I'm from Chicago booked the ticket to California and worked my way all the way through. Um, just, you know, coming through that, through from that side back to my side. And it was really, really good. Like, I got to connect with people from all walks. I have a friend, she made a funny joke. She say, uh, I think that you purposely want to go to the ghetto and hang out. And I was like, I think I do on purpose because I do feel like the people that need me to pour into them the people that needed those affirmations to be better than where they were i felt like it was more of them in the hood or in the ghetto as she said over being on my facebook and my instagram page sitting in the office or 
in a nice house or whatever. So when I was out on tour, I was going to the ghetto. I was selling books at the liquor store, at the gas station, and not trying. It wasn't like I was trying to, I didn't set up shop right there. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I didn't set up shop. It was just like organically happening. So many different scenarios. One time I'm sitting outside the liquor store with with a friend uh, that I had connected with while I was in in their town. And I forget what what we was going to get. I might have been like... um, papers from for marijuana or something but anyway um we're sitting outside of there and this car full of people come pull up and they got the music going and i am bobbing my head you know how sometimes somebody music make you bob your head yep <laughs> so i'm bobbing my head and i and they said something and when it whatever it said it reminded me of something in my book and i started pointing to my book so it sparked a conversation the lady end up saying that she uh she was like, I want your information. You know, I can't get the book today, but I want it. So this random lady that was out there begging other people for money heard her say she want my book. That lady came and bought my book and then gave it to her. So then it forced her to, she said, now nah, I got to buy your book because I got to give it to somebody else. And before you know it, it was a crowd of people over there buying my book. And it was just like, crazy how these situations would happen it was multiple scenarios that happened while i was on this tour and people end up telling you what they going through what they've been through another lady she's actually a very popular uh makeup artist and influencer on social media i bump into her come to find out she got personal issues going on that she was really like dealing with to the point that she ended up having to, I think, go like to maybe rehab or something. But long story short, I got so many messages from her telling me like, man, your book is everything. I hear your book. I'm reading your book right now. And I can hear you saying these words while I'm reading it. And the the impact, it was just like really, really life changing for me because here I was the same girl that been through all these things and using my pain to help bring somebody else to a positive place through theirs. That was very like, it was pivotal for me. And I don't ever want to not do that anymore. I I really am ready to fully be focused on speaking, motivating and writing more books and focus on that a hundred percent. Like I've already started to create my exit plan from taking myself away from my businesses I would I would shut with a, with a heartbeat just to do that, but I'm not gonna do it that way. I think I'm I'm not think I'm going to train some people with how to start your own agency because it was genius how I did what I did. Um, I got a few different things that I'm gonna train some people on, maybe 25, 50 people or something, you know, because it I don't want to get everybody the same game plan. Just so many people, you know what I mean. So you don't have a lot of competition. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, that's that's where it's at. Helping. The more people you help, the better your life is, I feel. Yeah, that I I love what you said though. Like you say you went on this book tour, but you you understood where your audience was. You understood they wasn't in 
the the suburbs. They weren't in the nice areas. They was they was in the hood, and mm-hmm. that's where a lot of us, you know, that's where you find people. And that's why I love speaking to the kids. I love speaking to kids from around the way. My favorite place to speak was the detention center because mm-hmm. I, I could be myself and I could let them know, like, hey man, I used to tell these kids, I used to be like. I did everything y'all did. I just was smarter than y'all. And they would look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, I never got, I never went to jail. I never got locked up for, you know, the stuff that I did. Not proud of it, but I just was smarter than you. And they, and then when I say stuff like that, it connects with them. But that was crazy that you said somebody asking for money, got the book, gave it to the lady. And then you got everybody, hey, what's going on over here? Oh, we buying, mm-hmm. we're, we're at the liquor store. Where, mm-hmm. where, where do you hear people buying books at the liquor store at? Not no places. All you're gonna see at the liquor store, because there's one around the corner from my house, because I kind of live in the hood. You see the bums out there, the people, you know, just out there. They not say bums, alcoholics, because they all just drinking, they out there, the same people. You ain't seeing nobody buying books or maybe some CDs. I don't I hope people still ain't selling CDs because nobody buying, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's that was dope just to hear that. That was like, and that's encouraging for myself because. I be thinking of different ways of how I can connect with people. And sometimes I ain't gonna lie. I'd be scared a little bit. I'd be a little nervous to do it. Cause I'm like, I don't know if this going to work, but those people relate to you because you look like them. You might be where they from and they can connect with yeah. you because of what you're doing. And like you said, helping people, I love helping people. Like I've always done, I think throughout my whole life, even though I might've been in worse situations, I always loved, helping people always like putting a smile on somebody else's face mm-hmm. or making them feel a certain way because that make me feel better about myself. Like if somebody leave a conversation with me, I want them to be like, man, that's a dope dude. Like I got some information or they mindset change, whatever the case may be. Um, so that's, that's super dope. And like you Thank said, you. um, I actually, so I've been writing, like notes I take I got notebooks upon notebooks and so one day I was like man I kind of want to write a book but I don't want to write I want to write my life story but I want to write kind of like what you said I got all these quotes and it's and I put on their underdog talk underdog talk notes and I want to turn it into a book um I got the idea kind of from I don't know if you know who wallow 267 is he basically all his um Instagram posts he's an influencer he basically took the uh, the post and put them into the book and it's just yeah. somebody reading it and encouraging them and it's like man I want to do something like that so I've been writing notes and writing notes and I'm until I get to a certain point where it's like God like all right you, you got enough go to whoever you need to or whatever the case because sometimes because it allowed like you said it allowed you to go back and read and you was going through whatever you going through now you got to read these affirmations you're like all right everything gonna be all right everything gonna mm-hmm. be all right because you're reading what you wrote down. So um how what um what's the next steps? Well, you kind of told us the next steps, but what's like you want to be a full-time speaker? You don't like or you like skip everything else, like not skip everything else. You're rebranding yourself again as as you normally <laughs> do. But how how do you how do you want that to go for you? Like the speaking part, is it a certain audience you got or is it just you want to just be able to help people? Well, I love my consultations. I love it, love it, love it. Like the dopest part about what my consultations to me is that 
I don't do like research on the company, right? Mm-hmm. I let I take that first consultation blindly, and within minutes, I'm providing value and solutions that you can implement pretty much immediately and some growth in what you're doing. So I know for a fact that I want to always do that. I want to always be able to offer that information. Um, You know, a lot of people be like, you know, start a course, put it in the course, but it's like, y'all know how much stuff I know? You know how many different courses that would have to be? (laughs) because it's not all the same you know what I mean so it's Mm -hmm. like that take a little of the fun out of it because like yeah you could take this whole course or you could call me and tell me exactly what the problem is and I can give you an answer for that exact thing right now who saved time everybody right so um, I definitely see the consultation parts always being something I'm open to do it helped me keep my brain sharp um, you know, because sometimes, you know, if, if once you become a consistent client, then there is research that a lot of times has to be done because I don't know the ins and outs of every single business industry. I know about branding and marketing, but for certain things, you have to do market research and learn about that industry if you've never been in it. You know what I mean? Yep. So this definitely keeps my brain sharp and keep me going, but I want to travel the world speaking. And pouring into people, letting them know that, uh, you know, where you at is not where you got to gotta be or stay. Mm. Let me show you how to move them feet. And, and not from a perspective of, because I got this and I got that. Let me show you how to move them feet because I'm moving my feet too. Mm. I think I might have got the title of this in those last couple of sentences. I don't know yet, but yeah, I, I, I love that. Um, the consultation. See, I haven't, I just like going to the schools. I like going to talk to the kids and helping them out. And that's kind of always been my thing. Even, even as a kid, I help kids and that was weird. And I didn't realize that till I got older. So I definitely understand that. And, um, what you say, you said, let me show you how to move your feet. Cause I'm gonna move mine. And that's that's a simple. That's it's it's simple. I'm gonna show you how to move your feet because sometimes people get stagnant, people get stuck. You know, life hit them in the mouth, and they like, uh, maybe this ain't for me. No, it is for you. It's just you need to, like you said, you gotta research, you gotta study your craft. A lot of times, people um, don't want to study their craft. I had to learn that. Like when I first started speaking, and I heard people speak, I'm like, oh, I know I could do better than that. And then when I get up there, I'm like, oh, I'm not going up there and just saying, oh, I was born this way. This is what happened. Um, thank you for hearing my story. You actually got to educate. And, I, and and that's why I think God put me in uh, teaching to be able to teach when I speak and not just go up there and speak because it's a difference when you just, you know, you could go. I could go up there and speak. I ain't going to get no money. I'm going to say I'm a speaker, but that, you know, that ain't the goal. And it's kind of like my son, <clears throat> He he's eight, he just turned eight, and he plays basketball. He's pretty good. Uh-huh. And I'm like, do you watch basketball? He don't know. He knows Steph Curry and John Morant. He knows nobody else and, and LeBron James. He knows nobody else. And I'm like, dude, you need to study the game. I'm like, why won't you study the people that are doing good, these professionals? You watching uh, YouTube with 
like little Jimmy and his dad hooping. Me and you could go out there and do that. I need you to go and study the people that at the level that you want to be at. Because if you don't, if you don't educate yourself, then you're just going to be stuck at that. And I love what you said. Uh, you still want to do the consultation. you like, it's something about that that just really, um, you know, fires you up to help people in a simpler form rather than doing a course and different stuff of that sort. So I, I love that you still want to help people. So before we get to the, like the, the tips and stuff of that sort, tell people about your song that you have um, because you still do music somewhat and it's a fire song. So yeah. tell people- uh, the song is called Freedom. It's really, I did that song actually before my book was out. Decided to use it as a way to help promote my book because it really was all about where I was. I'm literally telling you, like, I wanted my mind to be free. I wanted to get out of that mental cage I was in. I wanted to go and use the keys of life and live life like a dream because it is. If that's your dream, you can do that. I want to sow my seeds. And I really did. And that, I'm telling you, that I manifested everything that was happening even to this day. Like right now, uh, I just partnered with a company with a partnered with someone that we now have a company, but it's literally called the acronym for the company is so. And in that song, I talk about sowing the seeds and both of those names is in the name of the company. Okay. So it was, it's, it's just, I can't, all I can tell you is this being free within your mind and within yourself, your spirit and being one, knowing you all the way around every part of you is important because once you do, no matter what scenario you physically in, if you happy to change that. Mm. 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 That's yeah, that's, that's deep right there. Like, and before I, I want to go uh, on a on a rant because I get to talking, but that that's that's really what it is. Is you have that dream, you have whatever you have in your mind. You could go tell your friends, your family. They'd be like, "You crazy? That ain't gonna happen." And if you have it in your mind, if you know that's gonna happen, you just don't know when. You keep going, and you don't let them stop whatever you got in your mind. Like. Like you could work at nine to five, right? Your dream is to be an entrepreneur or whatever the case, whatever it is. You got to go to that job and you're unhappy at that job, but you in your mind like, all right, I get to go home and work on my dreams. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to have this exit plan and I'm going to be able to go because you got it in your mind and you have okay. to manifest it. Go ahead. I'm going to say, let me give you another, another scenario just like that with the flip. You got that nine to five job, but you really want to be an entrepreneur. And you can see yourself, envision yourself being that entrepreneur, as wealthy as you want to be. And it all happened because of the invest from the nine to five. Now, if you take on that perspective, how happy are you to go to that nine to five and do your best to make the most money you can make to use that to to get you where you want to be in your entrepreneurship journey? I bet you will go further than if you focus on being mad about that job 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is that's true because that's me. That's I'm at a nine to five. Uh, you know, a teacher. Um, I'm a preschool teacher. Never thought in a million years I would even be in a school. Um, but to be a preschool teacher, at first I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. These little kids, they they they're a little bad. Uh-huh. And uh, and it's like, it was like when um I was you know when you're a parent and you're looking at your child and you're expecting because you like, oh okay, I know you can do this, but it's like no, they can't. They little people, they can't do that. And I looked at it as okay, why do why why did why am I here? It's to learn how to do curriculum. It's learn how to do certain things for the future. So it's like I go to this job with a better, a positive mindset, a positive attitude now because it's like I, I'm coming here to learn. I'm making this money, but I'm coming here to learn. So when I get to the next level, I already have those tools inside me, so I'm ready for it. And like you said, if you look at it, you can look at it like that, or you can look at it with the money part. Okay, I'm working this job, I'm saving, and now I'm able to feed this dream that I have. You're going to go to that nine to five, like, boom, I'm ready. I'm here. I'm here early. We got overtime. Okay. I'm doing the overtime and it'll make things better. So I always ask people to give three tips. Um, Let's see. I don't want to add, cause we talked about a lot. You, you, you definitely dropped some gems, dropped some knowledge, not on just the audience, but myself. Um, Three tips on, where you feel like you you got you 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 got another level ahead of you. You don't know what it. Uh, uh, you kind of know what it is, but you don't of how to get to that point. Of it could be rebranding. It could be you could go back to your your coaching uh, or whatever. But somebody is like right there. They kind of don't know what to do. They don't know if they want to be stuck or do they need to level up. What are three tips that they can um, that they can use? Well, with anything that you want to do any goal that you have it literally starts with i the word it it literally starts with i which means you so you have to be very clear with yourself on what it is that you want you need to be very specific and speak that envision that write that plan down and be open-minded and be very, very creative with your strategy to get there. Don't think that you have to put yourself in a box. The more creative and innovative you are, the faster you'll get there. Mm. It literally... Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Um, I just like, it literally starts with with I. I think that I think that's what the I think I'm gonna name the title of that because that 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 just resonates with me. It starts with I and I is me. And like if you don't start it, who else is gonna start it? If you don't believe in it, who else is gonna believe in it? If you don't do it, who else is gonna do it? Nobody. And that's what I that's me. I, I go off a bet on yourself. If I didn't believe that I could play basketball when I was a kid, nobody else would have thought I could play basketball. They'd have just been like, oh, we'll let him play just because, you know, he got a little disability. We'll be kind to him. But it was like, oh, no, he actually can hoop. Oh, I want him on my team. Oh, yeah, because I believed in myself. And you got to start. You got to start with I. You got to start with yourself, because if you don't, you're not going to get nowhere. 
Yep. You're not gonna wake up and yeah, your rich uncle gonna be like, oh, your your parents, oh, okay, I'm gonna just give you this money just because you're related to me. No, they gotta sh- see that you're doing something. So it literally starts with I. I love that. I I, I definitely do. I'm that's that might be something I write down on my um affirmation um little wheel that I have in my room. Um, so I, I need a I need a quote. I need an underdog quote. It could be a quote that you live by. It could be a quote that you heard. It's just something that can trigger somebody to get off their butt or to jumpstart something just to help them out with whatever they got going on. I'll give you a quote from my book. Everything I do is done with love. If it cannot be done with love, it is not for me and does not deserve my time, focus, or attention, or energy. Mm. I need the little the little sounds, the little clap or the mic drop on that one. Cause that that definitely that that's that's tough. That like tough. And I mean for those listening that don't speak slang, tough means that that that's that's dope. Like you gotta start with love. Cause the world that we live in, it's not a lot of love going around. Like a lot of crazy stuff going because people don't love themselves. And then they don't love others and they just doing crazy stuff. So, yes, I, I love that. Um, let the people know how they can. Before I get into that, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for reaching out to me um, because this was a dope conversation. I was I was sitting here and I let the audience know I was an hour early because I forgot that she's uh, central time. So I'm sitting here waiting. I'm like, OK, what's going on? And you was like, oh, I'm an hour ahead. And I was like, OK. I got to wait a little bit. And I was sitting here. I was like, don't go get comfortable because if you do, you're going to fall asleep. And I'm glad I didn't go get comfortable because I love the <laughs> conversation. And it was needed for me, just little stuff to hear. Um, so, again, thank you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Kudos to you. I wish I had the hand clapping thing because you want to give people flowers while they're able to hear it and not wait till something happens to them. Yes, I thank you and I appreciate you for that. I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation and you open your platform to me. I appreciate it. No problem. So let everyone know how they can reach out to you, how they can see what you're doing. Um, Grab your book, listen to your song, whatever the case may be. You can find me on all platforms at Ask Miss Logan. That's A-S-K-M-S-L-O-G-A-N. You can follow the AIM agency. Our brand online is AIM, the number four, and brands, that's A-I-M, the number four, and brands, B-R-A-N-D-S. And that is how you can connect with me everywhere. And you're going to want to follow me for sure, because I got some stuff coming that you definitely want to see. New, um, uh, have the new magazine, I'm the editor-in-chief, got some great stuff coming with that. Lots of opportunities for people to put their brand in the forefront. It is a global magazine. We are partnered with some major people that are doing some great things on a global and international level. So please connect. I love it. And if um, your magazine needs like a father and son, a handsome set of father and son, me and my son, you know, we we definitely um, are photogenic, um, photogenic and our handsome young men if you just want the kid that's fine but you know i come with them so just just throwing that out there (laughs) okay let's talk about that 
Yeah. So um, before we get out of here, um, <clears throat> you can reach me or the podcast Underdog Talk at Underdog Talk Podcast at Gmail. If you want to be on the show, if you got any suggestions, even if you got some criticism, I'll take it. I, I love to hear feedback from anybody. On Instagram and Facebook, it's Underdog Talk Podcast. You can find the podcast on any of your favorite platforms, iHeart, Apple, Google, Amazon, um, all the other, the smaller ones. We, we're, I'm, I ain't going to say we because it's only me. I'm on there, and that's how you can reach me. Um, before we get out of here, do you have any closing words for the people? Don't let nothing stop you from where you're trying to go. No matter what obstacles come in the way, use those obstacles as stepping stones up the ladder of success. And that success is measured by you and you alone. Don't let your success be compared to any others. You determine what success looks like for you and clap for your damn self if nobody else is because you deserve it. There's greatness in each and every one of us. All you got to do is take the time to get to know you and pull it right on out because it's already there. You came here with everything you already need to be successful with what that is for yourself. Just do it. And on that note, peace, one love. Oh, I, I love that. I love I love this conversation. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. For real, because like some of the stuff I, I always take, I kind of like the audio better than the video because I won't be sitting there looking like a student because I always take notes when I'm listening to people. Oh. Um, so definitely took some notes. And your episode will be Wednesday, next Wednesday. So okay. what's that? I think it's the 7th or 8th. I think it's the 8th. Um so this weekend, probably like Saturday or Sunday, I'll send out the um, the flyers to you and those things. I already follow you on social media. So I'll start ta- I start posting maybe like Sunday evening, like one post like this week's guest. And then Monday I'll have like um, clips and then I'll have uh, some quotes that you said and different stuff of that sort. OK, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to hearing it all. All right. I thank you. Appreciate you again. And you have a good rest of your evening because, you know, we are hour, I'm an hour ahead and it's a little past my bedtime. So I'm about to get ready to go to bed. Okay, understood. Enjoy your night. Thanks again. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family.